This is a story that took place a few years ago. I was at my office at my desk and the owner of the company came to me and asked me if I would give a talk about diamonds in uh, Dallas, Texas, that we were invited to, to give a talk at a conference. He didn't want to go. He asked me if I would be willing to go and speak at this conference. I told him, sure. He told me that the date was on such and such a date. And when I got home later on that afternoon, I looked it up and I realized that that date was on a Friday. And it was on the Friday before the Saturday night slichas would begin. And I thought, oh, I can't do this. It's not going to work. First of all, I can't, I don't want to be away for Shabbos. And what's more, I don't want to be away for the beginning of slichas. It's a very important time. And it re- it's not a good time to be away from home. <clears throat> so I thought, this is not going to work. And I mentioned it to my daughter. And she said, what's the problem, Dad? I'll get you a place to stay in Dallas with some friends uh, that I met through camp. And uh, just give me a minute and I'll make a phone call. And sure enough, that's what she did. She went off, came back about 10 minutes later and said, Dad, it's all set. You're going to stay with my friend so-and-so. And they'd love to have you. And that's great. So I realized, okay, fine. So I have a place to stay for Shabbos and everything should really work out. Not sure how sleepless is going to happen, but... I figured I'd play it by ear. Anyways, a few weeks later, the date came. I went to Dallas. I was at the conference all day. After the conference, I went to her friend's house, and it was a very nice family. Everything worked good. Uh, Went to shul Friday night. Went to shul Saturday morning. Saturday morning, after shul, uh, people were coming by to me saying, Gachabas, how are you? Who are you? Why are you here? Uh, And one of the people that came by was this young Kolel rabbi, who asked me who I was. I told him my name is David Weinstein. And um, he asked me where I was from. I told him I was from Jamaica Estates. He says, oh, Jamaica Estates, New York. I said, yeah. He says, my wife is from a large family, and her brother married the daughter of the rabbi from Jamaica Estates. So I was like, wow, what a coincidence. That's, That's cool, you know. Yeah, so I guess I'm not here. I guess you know something about me. And, uh, you know, there's Jamaica State, so there's a connection. And I felt a little bit better about being there in Dallas. But still, nonetheless, it was still Friday. It was still Shabbos, and I was still away from my family. And I thought, <clears throat> this is, uh, you know, it's all right. It's nice, but I'd rather be home. So then he asked me, he said, what, uh, what brings you to Dallas? And I told him I was there to speak at a Diamond Conference. And he said to me that his family used to be in the diamond business and uh, in New York. And I said, you know, thinking that I know a few diamond dealers in New York, maybe I should, uh, I'll ask him who the the name of the diamond dealer was, who he's related to. So he told me the name is Maunderer. Now, the name Maunderer to me is very familiar because my family, um, everybody in my family knows the name Maunderer. He was a diamond dealer who came to Detroit and to sell diamonds to my father. So I say to the guy, what do you mean he used to be in the diamond business? So he said to me, he said there was an accident, you know, a long time ago, and one of his his great uncle, uh, Max, was involved in a robbery in Detroit, 
And he didn't know I was this guy. I mean, the rabbi didn't know I was from Detroit. I mentioned to him I was from Detroit. He said this guy, his great uncle Max, was in a robbery in Detroit. Uh, he stepped out of the elevator in the Diamond Building, and two robbers stepped up to him and sprayed tear gas in his face. And if it wasn't for a jeweler, a local jeweler in Detroit, who grabbed his great uncle and rushed him into the bathroom and flushed out his eyes that his uncle would have lost his eyesight. Um, but thank God everything worked out fine. The jeweler saved his eyesight. So I looked at the rabbi and I told him, I said, I know that story. So he looks at me and he says, how do you know that story? I said, because that jeweler was my father, Fred Weinstein. So at that point, his eyes opened up. He says, you're the son of that jeweler? And I said, yeah. He says, do you, do you know that everybody in my family knows that story? Everybody knows that Great Uncle Max was saved by a jeweler in Detroit. Um, I don't know if we knew his name was Fred Weinstein, but we knew he was a local jeweler, and you're his son. He says, wait, it's amazing. Wait until I tell my wife, he says. He says, that story is, everyone knows that story in my family. And it was at that moment that I realized that, that here's an event that took place, I don't know, 45 years earlier, and it involved my father doing, you know, what what might be considered a chesed, you know, by by acting quickly and rushing this guy into the bathroom and flushing his eyes out and saving his eyesight. And as a result of which, this this act of chesed didn't just fade away and no one knew about it. Actually, this guy's family, everybody in this family knew about it. Everybody in my family knows about it. And in a sense, you know, it, it it gives me at certain times, you know, the the feeling like get involved, do something, you know, be active. Your your help is needed, and so I think I get that from my father. Um, and somehow, this Chesed event uh, is passed down to me, even though, you know, it it's it didn't involve me, but it does involve me. Um, so that's, that's the story. Um, it turned out that he told me, he said, do you know how that story ended? <clears throat> Which I didn't know. He says, he says, your father, uh, told the FBI who the point guys were in this robbery. And the point guy was a guy in the lobby and they picked him up and they questioned him and he squealed on the two robbers and they went to the, where the robbers were known to live. And in the backyard, they uncovered, was buried, were all of the diamonds. So this was a half a million dollars worth of diamonds, and I would say this is probably, you know, 19, somewhere in the 19, early 60s that this all took place. So you have to imagine a half a million, $500,000 worth of diamonds uh, in that period of time was just an extraordinary large amount of money, I'm sure. Um, and so the idea that these people got the Mondras got back all their diamonds uh and it really saved not only max's eyesight but it also you know i'm sure saved the business um and saved the family and here this was a a, a grandson a, you know of uh of max or, or great son grandson of max's brother uh and it turned out that that Everything, you know, this turned into a, you know, a story that represented Chesed. Anyways, that's the story for today. Take care. Have a good day. Bye-bye.